time doesn't exist anymore. Happy hour starts whenever you decide it does. So much of dating somebody is like making sure they have the same taste. It's like, okay, I love you. I'm going to force feed you this content now. (laughs) (laughs) You're a goose and I just want that sweet, sweet meme pate. (laughs) (laughs) Meme pate. Yes. Oh, I love your shirt. I made one that says, I fuck guys who fuck guys. Yep. Best of both worlds. Just like Hannah Montana talked about. (laughs) (laughs) Mamma Mia has a very special place in my heart. I miss that show very much. It's fun. Not everything has to be Shakespeare. If Shakespeare could do an ABBA jukebox musical, though, he probably would have. At my house, it was like, we're watching Predator or Jaws. I was like, hell yeah, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, Phantom. Christine is my dream role. I'm a soprano, so... Sing my angel of music. Uh. (laughs) Ooh, you know what? You could actually get off of my underground boat right here. (laughs) I guess we should start the show. Let's do it. quarantine babies uh it's me zach (laughs) and i'm Haley. (laughs) and we're We're not not together together. (laughs) (laughs) i never know what you're gonna come out with and it's always a pleasant surprise i'm going crazy i'm just going crazy (laughs) i was trying to think about what i would i as we like we've been talking and then we were like okay getting ready to you know press record i was like oh fuck i don't have an intro for this. I haven't done anything interesting all weekend. What am I going to talk about? <laughs> That's okay. I think our uh, listeners will understand because I don't think anybody's done anything interesting for about three That's weeks true. now. Oh my God, I know. Um, I know. You know what I did do? Mm-hmm. I this is, how, this is how deep it's getting. I took out everything from under my bed and cleaned all like the dog hair and dust and everything out from under Whoa. my bed. I found three pairs of socks. It was incredible. That's amazing. I know. Wait, three pairs of six separate socks like that that found their buddy finally again? Or were they all just hiding together? One was like a completely unworn, like clean pair. And I don't know how that ended up down there. Okay. Like folded up. And then there was two buddies. There were two buddies and then two two singles that I think I have their buddies elsewhere. (laughs) So they're going to be reunited soon. Oh, that's, that's really sweet. It's a love st- Look, it's the only love story happening during this quarantine. <laughs> well, speaking of perfect pairs, <laughs> uh, Haley, do you want to introduce Wait, Great our- segue. Yeah, thank you. Do you want to introduce our guest? Yeah. Like, uh, like Zach said, speaking of uh, perfect pairs, we have uh, two friends with us. They are uh, adult performers and married couple, Eric Todd and Sonia Harcourt. Welcome. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? We are good. Great. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. Yeah, for Our sure. Our pleasure. <laughs> Seriously. <love laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> I know we all have a lot of socks yeah, that of need course. to find, you know, their Paris, so I really appreciate you taking the time. It, it's okay. Priorities. The it's it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. The socks can wait. Absence wait. makes the heart grow fonder. That's true. That's true. Um, how are you both doing? Doing good. We're good, man. Yeah. This has not been a huge adjustment for me. So, you know, like I normally work from home. So I can't complain at all. 
I'm still soldiering into the city. Yeah. It's quite barren, which is eerie. Yeah. Gotta do it. So. He, he holds down the day job for it, so yay health insurance! Yay. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we wanted to have you both on because um, we've had uh, porn performers on the show before, but we've never had a married couple. Um, so we wanted to hear your kind of unique perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you two meet? We actually met on OkCupid. Oh, excellent! Um, but you know, porn wasn't even a twinkle in our eye <laughs> when we <laughs> met, let alone got married. I got into the industry about a month before our two-year wedding anniversary. That's right. Oh wow! People assume when like, oh, you're a porn couple, you must have met in the industry, and we're like, no. <laughs> That came later. I was actually doing um, sex work advocacy because my best friend works for uh, an LGBTQ nonprofit. She was talking about how there's a lot of crossover, obviously, with sex work. And she was like, I don't really feel like we have the resources or the knowledge to kind of really tackle that. And she was like, have you ever thought about, you know, like, oh, yeah, I could do that. So I had an Etsy store with uh, sex positive merchandise. Oh, love that. Benefited like um, the Red Umbrella Project and the FSC Coalition and just started making a lot of the same friends, kind of getting to know the industry. And then an agency hit me up and I was like, oh, I'm not too old to do this. Like, okay, the ship hasn't sailed. All right. Yeah, it was interesting because she, you know, she was doing the advocacy and I was proud of her and I was happy. And then she approached me with, you know, like, what do you think about maybe getting into the industry? And, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where you're just like. I have lots of questions. Yeah, just like just inundated, just boom, with questions and like how and then this and then that. So, you know, it's it was a process. Yes, it, took, it was. It took some time. It took time. It took compromising mm-hmm. and lots and lots of communication and setting boundaries and checking in. Um, but, you know, I, I started in September and then by AVN, which is in January, he was like, can I help? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And you're like expressing your the you know the creative itch. With... I didn't have an outlet. Yeah. Exactly. Was, you know, creative body. I had no real outlet. I'm just I was just kind of doing my nine to five, and you know, my itch to create things, you know, was getting itchier and itchier. And I saw you're having fun with it and yeah. kind of making your own creative stuff and uh, making so, a little money at it too. So I'm like. Hmm. Sounds kind of cool. (laughs) I gave it a shot Mm -hmm. and we went with it. Yeah. So. And our marriage is definitely stronger for it. So. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's awesome. But even like the bad days weren't, you know, it was just like that. Oh God. Okay. Am I going to have to give this up because it's too much for him? And again, like his hang up was more, it's not like a jealousy or an insecurity thing. He's, He's a bisexual man. And so um, his biggest fear was like, he's like picturing me being passed around in an orgy by like a bunch of frat dude bros. Uh-huh. Right. Straight men are trash. <laughs> and he's not wrong. Right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That was his yeah. biggest hang You know, he was like, that's so gross. Right. And, you know, I don't want you to feel degraded or to do anything that you're not comfortable doing. So the compromise at the beginning was I turned down uh, an agency contract 
and decided to go independent. And the compromise was, I was like, okay, well, I have more control over my brand and my career now, but it's also going to be a lot longer before I can break in and really start making money. Are you okay with that? Having to kind of pick up the financial, you know, burden. That's, that's where we both agreed. Yes. It's, you know, more important. And, um, I think it worked out for the best. Yeah. Cause that, that agency that, wanted you turn out to be trash anyway so well kind of dodged a bullet there a little bit they, they weren't necessarily trash it's i just wouldn't have been able to do the work i wanted to do i would mm. not have been able to do trans work i would not have been able to do crossover work they would have told yeah. me to hold out for my first ir yeah and that i would have to have done anal within like three months oh well you never go with the first offer yeah. and you never do anal in the first three months <laughs> <laughs> At any job. No matter the situation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Nice. I like his style. You mentioned boundaries, which I, so I, I've, I've, I've watched a couple, like, I, well, I think HBO was doing some like late night series about different aspects of the porn industry. And they talked to a couple couples and a lot of them had certain boundaries. Can you talk about what yours were? Um, at first, again, it was like a slow transition. Like I, um, it took a while before I did my first boy girl. And then, um, okay. At the beginning, he was like, could you maybe not let them lick your nipples and, like, suck on your boobs? That just feels so okay. intimate to me. And, like, you know, once... But that has since gone the way of the dodo. It's, like, you know, yeah, again, it was, growing. It was a it was a step system, you yeah. know? Like, especially when you're when you're both getting into it, you know, you... you it's whatever... You kind of have to take whatever the rules are going to be for the time that there are. Yeah. You know, knowing that you're going to graduate, the rules are going to change, you know, you just sure. kind of have to do it in the meantime because yeah. that's what you need to move on. Like right now, cream pies are still for him only. Mm. I don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it makes sense. It's a very, that is a very intimate kind of yeah. claiming, like, marking uh, your territory kind of thing. Even Nina Hartley does that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did at the time. Oh, like, yeah. You know, when she was still married. So. Um, and then the other one, I don't see changing anytime soon because it works so well for us, is that we don't um, have sex just for the sake of having sex with other people. We only work with other performers who are tested, Got and it. we only, when we're recording for mm-hmm. content. And, like, as long as you take out your phone and re-record it for OnlyFans, boo, yes. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. a camera going, then we're okay with yes, it. Yes, that's our rule. Right. That makes sense. You want to, yeah, you want to keep something, you want to keep something sacred for your partner, you know, something that's special. Yeah, you want to separate the job from your your own romantic life. Exactly. Yeah. So I was wondering, you both are bisexual, correct? Correct. So I was just uh, curious, do, were you guys, um, before you started in adult entertainment, did you have any kind of open relationship before then or were you you know strictly monogamous or i think before we got in the industry no 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 no, i'm just like i'm looking at him like slut (laughs) he came into the marriage with far more sexual experience than i did yeah because i had kind of discovered my bisexualness uh in college actually And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was a journey. And then when I moved to New York, I was really able to discover and, you know, because I, you know, with any bisexual, you bounce between like, am I straight? Am I gay? Is there a middle ground? You know, and it was I think right. it wasn't even until I moved to New York that I actually heard the term bisexual. Aww. And I'm like, wait, that's a thing? You can, <laughs> you can do both? You can do two things? Yeah. That's two things. <laughs> 
So I was in New York for a couple of years before we met. Uh-huh. So I, just between my experience in college and the experience I had just being by myself in New York, um, I was able to get a lot of extra experience. And then when you started, that was actually kind of part of the spur that <clears throat> got you into the industry. Because, yes. Because you hadn't had a lot of sexual experience. And I think that that's... Especially bisexual. Yes. Oh. He was like, all right, you haven't had the same experience as I have because before we met painfully insecure wouldn't even begin to describe it. <laughs> so I'd never been with a woman before I'd like made out with girls. I've always known I've been attracted to women. Um, but I was like, I'm awkward enough around men. I don't want to, are there different rules <laughs> if I go to a lesbian bar? Am I going to offend somebody if I hit on them wrong? I don't know how to do it. You know? And I was a late bloomer. I didn't lose uh, my virginity until I was 23. So Mm-mm. I think, but by the time we met, I'd only had like maybe four sexual partners. And so I had a lot of catching up to do. My list was quite long. So yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I lost my girl virginity in a DC cosplay threesome at my first AVN. Which is epic. I got to film so that one. epic. <laughs> so you're all cosplayers as well. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. You did your first threesome ever on camera as I well. I did, yes. And, and Sophie Ladder, that's right. a very cute trans girl. Yeah, that was my first threesome. That's awesome. <laughs> was that also in cosplay? Uh, that was not. <laughs> that was just a lot of fun. Okay. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. What's one person you'd love to cosplay as and do a scene as? Oh man. That I haven't done already. Yeah. Mmm. I haven't done a Little Mermaid yet. Oh. I mean, you've got the hair. Yeah. I have. I actually have a mermaid fin on <laughs> my wish list. And you have Prince Eric right here. I know, right? <laughs> Perfect. You're gonna need twenty thingamabobs though. <laughs> I would love to hear what Ariel thinks the name of a penis is. <laughs> like a whatchamahoozit. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even think of that. What does she call it? Like your a doohickey? A little sea monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be hilarious. All right, noted. Although if something is, uh, what's the word? Uh, oh, burning? Uh, get a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bad kind of burn, yeah. Ariel. Kind of, kind of uh, taking a step back, you mentioned that you had a lot of um, insecurities. Would you say that being a performer has uh, helped you in that? In a large part, yeah. Like a lot of the things that I used to be most insecure about are things that now fans love about me or don't care about at all. And so that was... Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like really nervous that they're going to pick apart every little thing. But for the (laughs) most part, maybe it's because I haven't gotten really big yet. So I haven't reached a huge audience. The people who find me like, like my look, but yeah, no, it's, it's been definitely empowering (laughs) in that regard. Yeah. I think that was also, that was one of the things that really helped me, especially during the hard times was like seeing how much she's coming out of her shell She's developing self-confidence for a change, and she's <laughs> loving what she does. So that was kind of the, the that's what I got, strength to keep, you know, dig myself out of my, whatever, whatever I was hung up on. You know, I was able to pull myself out of that hole and, you know, get through the rough times so she could keep going. I love y'all. I love y'all. So oh. lucky. I'm so lucky. <laughs> I nice. really am. So, you know, it's... It's hard, but you know, you look at the big picture yeah. and the benefits and they make it worthwhile, man. Yeah. 
really do. Yeah, I've definitely finally found my place. Mm-hmm. You know, I was floundering for a long time doing retail. Are we I still was... doing the aerial thing? Oh, what? floundering. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even... <laughs> didn't even mean to do that, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, it walk was... Uh, I did walk into that one. That was straight down the middle. <laughs> but so you're doing retail. I was doing retail, and then I was a dog walker for six years... I tried the Etsy thing. I tried the Etsy thing. I might reincorporate the Etsy thing at some point. Totally. Or I'm still not sure about that. But um, yeah, I finally I got into porn. I was like, oh, finally. You know, I basically felt like, like, what am I going to be when I grow up that for, like, really, the past 10 years? Yeah. That was really kind of hard to watch, too, like, seeing someone who had, like, no real direction, you know, and didn't know what they were going to do with the rest of their lives, you know, and just... Everything that they tried, you know, they got so excited and so passionate, but then it didn't quite go the way they expect, you know. Just seeing that, it's hard, especially Aww. someone you love, it's hard to watch. Aww. So when you did find yeah. your niche, I was so happy. Aww. So Thank you, baby. No. So. We're gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, the adult entertainment is fine, but that is disgusting, okay? Honestly, children <laughs> listen to this show. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you know, this is something I've been curious about just as a woman, and it's just something I don't think that a lot of people know about. Um, we all know that there is a wage gap in uh, most industries between women and men. Is that a thing in adult entertainment or you know, are, are women actually more empowered? Uh, and you don't have to get into specifics and numbers, but... No, that's a good question, because it is actually probably one of the very few industries, maybe even, a, like, in addition to modeling, but maybe even more so, where women get paid more than men, at least in the straight side right. of the industry. Um, in gay porn, obviously, the men are paid about the same as the women in straight porn. Um, so, like, straight male performers are probably paid about half as much, but there's less of them, and it's harder for them to kind of break in and establish a reputation. Mm-hmm. Because if you have wood issues for like two or three scenes, you're most likely not getting called back. So while they're paid yeah. half as much, they probably work two to three times as often, if that makes sense. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of a dime a dozen as yeah. far as the females go, unfortunately. So guys sometimes complain, yeah. but I'm like, well, yeah, you get paid maybe $500 for a scene, but you're probably going to get four scenes this month. Yeah. Right. It's easier for you to find work. Interesting. Yeah. Plus, like, especially in straight straight side of things, as long as you have a dick that works. You know, looks good on camera and works... I mean, your your face could be as busted as you want, <laughs> but it's true because like nine times out of ten, your face is not even in the shot. Yeah. So you know, yeah. Men, men are it's, the props in straight porn. I mean, look at sure. Ron, look at Ron Jeremy. I was just about to say. There you go. Yeah, the men in straight porn are just dicks. Yeah, exactly. They We're really are. For hire. They're just. That's it. They're just. Yeah. Props. They're they're meat exactly. puppets, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they're meat puppets. Yep. Because people, are, it's very rare that there are straight male fans who care about who the male performer is. Usually, if they care, it's because maybe they're being too macho or mm. too aggro yeah. or, you know, they're really, really, really bad actors or something. It's very rare. <laughs> so that's why, you know, the women bring in the viewers. So they're the ones the fans are paying to see. Mm. So. Got it. Which is why, actually, a lot of women in the industry are fans of gay porn. 
that's one of my I, I was a cocky boys member and so when he told me that you guys had Adam Ramsey on I was like oh, daddy <laughs> oh my god look I'm the biggest lesbian in the world but when he walked in that room I was like oh my god. <laughs> you're a beard guy you said that I, I love beards you love beards oh he's so hot <laughs> and his voice oh well, he's yeah. also got those like wolves eyes yes piercing Welcome to the Adam Ramsey podcast. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Send us that link, please. I, I saw before I even got into the industry, I was a cocky boys member because in straight porn, the men are kind of to be seen and not heard. And that's one of my yeah. biggest turn ons personally is men being vocal and moaning. And so in gay porn, the men are the stars of the show. So that's personally why I enjoy watching that occasionally as opposed to like, the fake porn screams from women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. There are plenty of women who watch uh, gay porn uh, for that exact reason, I think. You also mentioned, yeah, I, I've, that's something that you hear a lot is that the money for men is in gay porn. That's why you get people who are, are gay for pay. Do you uh, Have you ever worked with anybody like that who, who, who's, who, is, who is, identifies it straight but does gay scenes? Either of you? Um, have I worked with anybody who does gay for pay? Not, no, I've worked with mostly crossovers. If I've worked with a gay, I I mean, there's this one guy on my list that I want to work with who did gay porn for a while and was gay for pay. Um, Kyle Mason, he's a sweetheart. Mm. Um, But I don't think I actually have yet. I think most of the guys I've worked with, if they did also gay porn, they were like crossover. They were like open about, they do both. Yeah, I think I was in very much in the same boat. I don't think I've ever worked with anyone that was strictly gay for pay. Yeah, not um, not yet. So, it's been, which is nice because you know it's you don't fake it. Yeah, right. The passion well, yeah. is there. Exactly. Yeah, for and, you uh, especially. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. it's nice when I've, yeah. wor- I've worked with um, a, a few crossover guys who tend to do more gay work mm-hmm. than straight work. Like I've um, Dante Cole is one of my favorite scene partners. He's such a sweetheart and he's insanely talented, but he was very into it or he was just a damn good actor. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I, my ego would like to think he was into it. Yeah. <laughs> And I recently, um, you know, just because this isn't, it's not a, an industry I'm in, I never even thought about things like this. Um, but now, of course, I'm thinking about it all the time. But, um, you know, free sites like Pornhub or other free sites like that where performers are on and people don't have to pay to view. Um, how do you feel about sites like that? And do you feel like it's kind of taking away money from you yes absolutely yeah um it it's but it's been around unfortunately so long that it is kind of ingrained in the culture subconscious exactly it, it kind of it's something that we have to learn how to use exactly. to our benefit so there's no changing it it's now working with uh, it unfortunately you have to manipulate it to your benefit in some way which in you know in like Pornhub yeah. You know, we'll take some of the videos that are maybe a little older, maybe that's selling as well on some of our clip sites and put them on there for free to generate the attention that would then lead people to our clip sites right. to actually buy our uh, Or what's interesting is producers and directors and companies like that's Gamma right. and MindGeek, like they check your Pornhub views and they check the algorithms of how many times your name has been searched. Wow. Oh. They're going to hire people with who get more views. Yeah. And we do get 
a tenth of a cent for each view. <laughs> yeah. So if you I mean, are watching free porn, make sure it's from somebody who's got that blue check mark next to their name. name. <laughs> I bet it's not too dissimilar the way people kind of expect to have free music because of things like YouTube and Spotify. You know, people don't want to pay for or free art. Yeah. Free art. It's it's one of those things where I think people still imagine the industry and performers of like the nineties yeah. where you could maybe do like one scene a month and you were making 30 bank. brands like yeah. 30 yeah. Brands because scene. before the internet right. that's all there was you had to pay for porn so whenever people are like well aren't you like loaded isn't porn like a billion dollar industry and the first question i'll ask is be like when was the last time you paid for porn yeah. right exactly um obviously uh i wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for um like independent clip sites like many vids Absolutely. and clips for sale yeah. um that has definitely changed the game in the way that performers really aren't beholden to studios the way they used to be yeah they're a lot more free to be independent contractors yes. and make their own content and make their own brand and work with who they actually want to work with yeah which is great i think yeah but it's made it harder to sell your your product right so you know, it's kind of yeah. A lot of a lot of times, like a big studio shoot will be the way you get put out to fans. You know, right. getting your name out there. But exactly. um, yeah, no, independent clip sites have definitely changed the game. Which that's where the other half of your career is is in social media. Like <sighs> shooting the content and selling it is only half the game. You got to market yourself. Exactly, you have to market yourself. It's and a, your that brand. that in and of itself is a full time job. Social media that's is totally a full time job. It really like, is. There is no downtime. Like when the camera's not on, you're on the phone, mm -hmm. the computer, you know, plugging away. Or like you're uh, signed into Night Flirt, waiting exactly. for a, like the side hustles you have to have yeah. as a performer. Or like I'm probably on twenty five different sites. You have to diversify wow. your portfolio to make any sort of real living. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. yeah, but luckily nowadays there are many ways to do that. There are there is night flare, there is many vids, there is just for fans, there is only fans. You know, the, Sex the list goes on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the the conversations like these that we're having are definitely starting to like people are starting to understand mm -hmm. a little bit. You know, like oh well, you should pay for your porn. It's like. It's like, you know, going to a restaurant as opposed to, well, why should I pay for something when I can get it for free? It's, why do you go out to a restaurant instead of cooking at home? It's a luxury. It's a service but, you're paying for, yeah. But, you know, so I, I think things are, I don't know, the, the wokeness of the current <laughs> situation is helping a little bit for porn. We're I making guess. a dent. We're making a dent. You know, yeah. there's, there's the new culture yeah. that is pay for your porn, yeah. you know, then they're really yeah. behind us. But, you know, there's just... There's people out there who just are willingly ignorant and still have that 1980s, 90s mindset where porn stars were rich. You know, it doesn't matter if I download their shit for free. Yeah, sure. right, right, exactly. You know, obviously all kinds of entertainment changes like, you know, no one has cable anymore. We're doing Netflix or Hulu now and stuff like that. And yep. And it's like in the same vein that you you wouldn't go uh or you that you shouldn't go pirate whatever movies out in the theater right now you've got to pay these artists who you wouldn't steal a car so don't steal an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> yes and i mean don't get me wrong like i'm of the mindset that i'm like i know it's kind of unfortunately the cultural standard and subconscious so like i'll tell people you know like if you 
watch porn like five times a week, make at least one of those days a scene you paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, like just at least make an effort. Plus, it's, it's one of those things where like, especially the way the industry is now with social media and just communication in general, you've, in the past, you you know, these porn stars have been these phantasmic figures, you know, they're almost like visualizations of a fantasy, but now you can talk to the actual person yeah. on Twitter, you know, if you're lucky enough, if you send them enough DMs or whatever, you know, the... The, or the, it's the, you know, the idea of people like, well, I can't afford to pay $30 a month to yeah. Naughty America and Brazzers and to get all my favorite stars. And it's like, well, now you can see if they have a many vids or an OnlyFans and you can directly support your favorite performers. So there's really no exactly. excuse anymore. You can build that personalized uh, communication and relationship. And a lot of the times, you know. Just by being a good customer, mm-hmm. you'll get a lot of shit for free, you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll get, you know, dick pics yeah. and exclusive pics yep. and free clips, you know, just being, just showing that you're supporting the industry. <laughs> I had a customer on Streamate on Thursday who spent, like, he'd spent a 15-minute block, and then he spent an extra private, like, 30 minutes with me, and I sent him two free scenes as a thank you, because he spent, like, easily $200. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We we appreciate you. We do, and yeah. we will show it if you're not a total douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep that in mind, everybody who's listening. With sites like that, like the OnlyFans or the ManyVids, how much of that money goes straight to you, and how much does the site keep? Depends on the site. It depends on the site. Yeah, each I, site has a different percentage. I believe OnlyFans is like 80-20 or 70-30, okay. something like that. Uh, ManyVids, I think, is like... 70 30 they take a 30 percent um every every site is a little bit different yeah, yeah like I, or maybe i think clips for sale like they take 25 percent something like that yeah they base it on their traffic obviously sites that get more traffic can take more of the percentage again that comes down to That's diversifying right. your portfolio that way you yeah. get your your content everywhere and you can kind of get a little bit from everywhere a lot of places like only fans and just for fans like they offer referrals and mm-hmm. things like that too so well they're also there a lot of them are opening up to having multiple mediums in one spot like many vids just added their camming feature oh yeah the many vid live yeah before it was like many vids was the clip side and you had chatterbait for your camming and you had night flirt for your phone you know it's a lot of sites are trying to bring in everything into one place. I mean, not only as multiple revenue streams, but it's also beneficial to performers. Yeah. Because we can have more of a one-stop shop for us and the customer. Yeah. You know, it's 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 cool. It's yeah. it's a, ever evolving. It's yes. really interesting. Very cool. Yeah. That makes sense too, because it puts all your fans in in one place, so you get a better idea of like you know instead of having fake numbers but instead of having 10 over here and 10 over here and 10 over here and 10 over here it's like oh look we've got like 100 right here and so you know i guess that's that looks better for you yeah. all they're much more within yeah. reach which is really yeah. what this and industry is all about especially <laughs> straight fans like they've got they've got very short attention spans <laughs> <laughs> or like on my only fans like hey here click this link to go here they won't do it <laughs> or they'll get to the website and they'll be like I'll do it later. Is it short attention spans, or are they just coming way too quick? <laughs> it could be both. That's a good point, yeah. It's, uh, it's it a could be both. I will say, though, that gay, pan- yeah. gay fans pay for their porn. Straight men are cheap. Gay mm. fans pay. I want quality stuff. You guys get it. <laughs> yeah. 
jealous. Yep. The more money you put in, the better shit you get out. It's true. That's how it works. Yep. So when when Adam and and Bo, uh, we had Bo Banks on the show as well. Um, when they came on, they gave us kind of like some behind the scenes tidbits. Do you have any like fun facts you'd want to share? Like just some some movie magic that we might not know about. <laughs> some like behind the scenes goodies or yeah. Just like little tricks of the trade that maybe the average person doesn't know. Ah. Well, Spunk Lube can be your best friend. Oh, Spunk Lube, yes. <laughs> yeah. For the... Uh, Plug. <laughs> what's up, Spunk? <laughs> the the fake cum shot of the straight industry. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, he's having woodish... Are you going to be able to pop? No? No? Okay, honey, open up, open up. Yeah, Spunk Lube, they, <laughs> they make a good product. I mean, it's not only it functional looks- on multiple levels, you know, as far as a, being a lubricant, but it looks and acts like the real thing. Except it tastes like Gak. Exactly. Oh. So it's, it's like cold, yeah. like Nickelodeon. You remember Gak toys? Like that <laughs> slimy crap that you would play yeah. with? It tastes like that, and it's cold. We for a while we were we were peddling. Um, we had all these extra packets of this bad dragon. Uh, it's called dragon cum. Bad dragon nice. cum lube. Yeah, yeah. We got that from in a, in gift bags from the the pony play event we went to. And we had so much of it. Is is the spunk? We had so much. So much is the spunk lube. Is that as like kind of stringy? Is that? that I was just gonna say no. No, no, Not I. I. I love Bad Dragon. (laughs) I like their regular lube. I hate their cum lube. It was so. It was (laughs) everywhere. Once the pack opened, there was. It was just. It was everywhere. Yeah. It just doesn't stop. And there's so much of it. How does it all fit fit in that little packet? I don't know. It was. It was so much. It's like it multiplies (laughs) or something. Yes. Bad Dragon Lube is like it's made of the same thing that like Venom from Spider Man is, where you touch it and then it just like goes all over <laughs> and it's just all of a sudden you're just bad dragon come uh bad yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway we love you bad dragon but other, other than that i love you bad dragon i do it's yep. just your cum lube <laughs> can use some work use a little, little use a little finesse yeah <laughs> and thank you cum lube thank you spunk lube yeah, so that's exactly. one <laughs> I personally don't mind fluffing on set. I know a lot of girls get uppity about that, but I am personally like whatever's going to make the scene better and whatever is going to make everybody else's job easier and get us out of here sooner. The worst thing you can do with a wood issue is make them feel bad about it or make them because it's right. Once you're in your head, forget it. There's no coming back from it. That's it. So like if you're going to be a bitch, you're only going to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's just my yeah, person. Yeah. It's yeah. true. I mean, you're just gonna drag it out and make it mm-hmm. worse. And, and and I also really love sucking dicks. So. <laughs> Do you? Exactly. Do you need to be flat? What about you, cameraman? Do you need to be flat? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? You bored? <laughs> um, before we kind of move into a game, I was wondering what. Sorry, my computer is really stop. Oh, okay, it's really annoying. Um. Let me just plug this in real quick. My phone is running out, and I need it for my <laughs> Just a second. Oh, here it is. I'm having wood issues at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia, get on it. Go fluff the man. Fluff. I need a fluff. Well, I do know Brant's in the, the same room as him right now. Floor <laughs> he's boyfriend. Been, he's been fluffing me this whole time. Uh, 
Um, I was wondering if before we go into a game, if you could talk on how being in this industry together has affected your relationship. If anything, it's made it stronger. It's definitely made yeah. it stronger. Just like we never really had a problem with communication, but if anything, it forced us to be even more communicative yeah, and more honest open. and um, just, you know, being willing to set boundaries and check in with each other and not get offended about it. Like, no, this is just mm-hmm. doing this for us. Like, yeah, if anything, it's made our relationship stronger. It's because it's as we've grown in the industry, we've grown together as people. Not only exactly and yeah. in the personal relationship, Absolutely. and not only in the, the industry. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's only made it stronger. Yeah. So you think like a lot of people could could learn something from that? Just that that communication. I mean, yeah, because yeah. whenever people ask, like, how, oh, you know, when people find out, like, oh, my God, like, especially well, as a woman, people will say, like, your husband's okay with that? <laughs> That's always the first thing, you know, like, as if, yeah, no, I'm his property, and yeah. he allows me off the leash every now and then. But you know, the first thing I'll say is, like, no, it's it's the same as in any relationship. Communication is essential. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's the moment the communication breaks down where the mistrust starts to creep in weird paranoia paranoias exactly and then you develop this underlying deep-seated resentment, resentment and almost hatred for like yeah. no reason and it just festers and grows you know and just simply just sitting down and checking in and having a straight one-on-one conversation with no distractions it will make your relationship so much healthier yeah i love that that's great. If you don't speak to your partner, you start having these fake conversations in your head and these fake scenarios in your head and you pretend they're real and they're not, but you just are like, and it's churning and churning and churning and yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bad things happen. But, well, I think it's about time we go into our game. How about y'all? Yeah. All right. So we actually spoke a little bit about this, about, um, you know, sites uh, like OnlyFans or just for fans, you know, sites that... Uh, where you can put your content out, you know, directly from performer to consumer. And, you know, in this time, obviously, we're all kind of stuck at home in quarantine. So I'm sure actually a yeah. lot of people are turning to sites like OnlyFans and of the like to kind of help generate uh, an income. So I've got a list of people here, and we're going to pretend like they started in OnlyFans and we're going to try and just talk about what do we think they're going to do on it? And like, what do you think it's going to be like? <laughs> I've got some real people and some fictional characters. So um, let's start out with, what do you think Quentin Tarantino's OnlyFans site is going to oh be my like? God. like? Feet fetish. Yeah, it's going to be all fetish. It's going to be all him licking women's toes and sucking on their heels. <laughs> Yeah, he probably ventured yeah. into like some tentacle porn. Probably. Maybe, oh yeah, I could see oh him being into hentai. Yeah, yes. kind of yes. exotic. Yeah, hentai. I feel like whatever he's doing, Quentin is like he he he's not one of the, those people who like just puts a camera up. I feel like he's got the camera. He's in there. We're not probably not seeing a lot of his yeah. face, and he's just like and we just get this weird like bird's eye angle. Yeah, yeah, and we just I f- but we hear him. But we hear him the whole time just going, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think there's going to be a little bit of of like latex involved. Just thinking about like the the bride and kill bill, you know, with that kind of tight. Yeah, the yellow suit. Jumpsuit. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I think he might be into some kind of latex. Maybe some dom, some domination there. Yeah, no, I get the feeling he would like to be dommed. Mm. Maybe he's a bitch boy a little bit. Maybe he'd want to get pegged. I don't know. I could see that. Maybe. I could see that. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe some bald kicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him taking some nut shots. <laughs> he seems I, like a masochist to me. I'm sure we can find some people to kick Quentin Tarantino in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a line out the door, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, next up, we've got Homer Simpson's OnlyFans. <gasps> Food porn. <laughs> Food porn. Yeah. yeah. He'd be like a cam- one of those Japanese cam girls that just just eats donuts. Yep. Yeah. Like some, like some ASMR of eating. Exactly. Too. Just right into the camera oh. there. You know, like yeah. no video, just like. <laughs> probably get some, some BBW genre. Yes. So bigger women. Some BBWs yeah. with big old boobies. Oh, yeah. Hot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Might get some feeder gainer stuff with him and Marge. Yes. Absolutely. Ooh, totally. Totally. She is such an enabler. <laughs> she is like, yeah. For sure. Oh, Eat it, Marge. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, homie. <laughs> <laughs> also, guaranteed, you Google any of this, somebody's oh, going yeah. to Somebody's totally. definitely already Absolutely. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Sure. If you can think of it, it's probably been made into porn. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, this one might be a little little tougher. Um, but I thought it'd be fun to see what you guys had to say. Taylor Swift. <sighs> She's probably into some latex oh. and domination. I could see that. Yeah. She seems like a very strong She seems like a top. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like she could also very successfully just do a thing where she you just pay her to like be your friend for a bit. And I feel like a lot of people would yes. agree with that. Oh, like it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be a sexual like, thing. Or like a GFE, like a girlfriend experience. Mm-hmm. Like yes. you go on a virtual yes. date kind of thing. Yeah. I could see mm-hmm. because of her, like she's with me and like I love the the red lip. That's its own fetish. Yeah. That's so right. I could see her doing like maybe a lot of like licking where it's just a tight shot of the lips. That's true. Stuff like that. I could see her also edging, oh, you know? Being a total tease. Yeah. Exactly. Just teasing the shit out of it. Bringing you right to the edge. Exactly. Then backing back off, off. And then doing a little yeah. more. Just explode. Yeah. You're like, oh, look what you made me do. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. If you pay extra for the girlfriend experience, she writes a song about you at the end but that one costs a lot you really gotta you really gotta pay a lot for that one i love that i love that yes yes okay uh next up we've got um daenerys targaryen oh i mean total dom energy yeah we missed the boat on that one oh shoot that's okay i was trying to think of something like what's something everyone knows (laughs) just because i just because i see it behind you in the background can we sub that out for the phantom yes let's do that Okay. okay We'll swap out Daenerys, Phantom of the Opera. He's just been he's just been looming over you all episode. Nice. Phantom <laughs> Eric. Oh, I know the list. Which is where his it, name but... comes from, by yeah. the way. The Phantom's name is Eric with a K. Yeah, oh. that's where I got my first, and then Sweeney Todd oh. Oh. was. That's hysterical. Nice. Do you, do you have you done a musical uh, scene yet? Because you should. I actually I don't know if I can sing. Is there one? Is there one? I, he can sing. 
I haven't tried singing. He's not tone deaf, that's for sure. Like, he can like sing. sing, he's though. just scared. <laughs> yeah. he's, I'd like to <laughs> try that There's someday. There's gotta be a musical porn, right? There's gotta there, there was oh, a yeah. Rocky Horror years that's, ago. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was a Grease parody, oh, I believe. Oh, 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 oh amazing. Um, I think there was a Phantom, wasn't there? No. No? Oh, we'll make that happen. There we go. If the Phantom were to do an OnlyFans. <laughs> he would definitely have a lot of BDSM... I think like maybe wax torture. He's got a lot of yes. candles. Yeah, he does got a lot of candles. I feel like he'd be setting up secret cameras places just to catch oh. a lot of different things. Oh. Two way mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, lots of voyeur. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Sites like that where a bunch of people live in a house and are all just kind of you know messing around with each other, and you just pay to get access to watch them at all times. Yeah, I don't, and I know this isn't like. I know it's not super textual, but I feel like he'd be into like Shibari. Like I feel like he'd be into rope oh. play. I absolutely yeah, yeah. agree. Yeah, <laughs> it's artistic. It's like regal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's old. But it's like, like it's 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 keeping somebody you know for yeah. yourself. Yeah. But it's pretty. It is pretty. But it's pretty. You did yeah. a scene where you were in okay. a cage. I did. That was. Uh, oh. I was in a hanging cage for insects. That's we did right. a I piss on your grave. Oh, wow. uh, I spit on your grave parody. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, let's do let's do two more. Um, Tony the Tiger. Ooh, Ooh great. great. <laughs> I, I'm thinking maybe some more ASMR. Maybe with crunching of the cornflakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's also such a muscle gay. I feel like he's one of exactly. those insta guys who like. Yeah, he's like, if you want more, go to my OnlyFans, and you can look at pictures of me flexing. Like, I'll, I'll just like send you yeah. naked flex stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, he'd be a big daddy. It's Tony the Tiger is like Gunner Stone. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just worked with Gunner Stone recently. He's like a muscle daddy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd be in a jock strap doing yeah. squats or less, and like that would be like mostly yeah. his thing. Yeah. Bending over, right. spreading his butt. Yes. Yeah. Doing yeah. things with his tail. <laughs> Oh my God! The possibilities with a tail—I never even thought of that. You could have some fun with that (laughs) for sure. Wow! Oh my God, that's incredible. (laughs) Okay, that is pretty good. Now I hope you guys are familiar because speaking of Tony the Tiger, we've got the Tiger King, aka Joe Exotic. Like Joe Exotic, I knew that's where she was going. I mean, obviously they—they'd have to do a scene together. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm I'm eagerly anticipating watching He's it. He's like this gay polyamorous wannabe country. Yes. Yep, who clearly has a fetish for younger men. Mm-hmm. And yeah. possibly, I feel like there would maybe be, I would, ooh, chloroform. Oh, Is yeah. that a thing that people are into? I've done a lot of chloroform porn. I get customs all the time. Yeah. Um, you- oh, wow. Yeah, it's simulated where you just you just go limp. And then like and they, they put you know the mat the oh, and then they yeah then yeah. Like, they just kind of manipulate you like with their hands. Oh, I can totally see that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, so that's all I had for y'all. Um, thank you so much for I helping us play this game. Now comes the point of the show where you both have been so open with us and have been so nice to tell us um, everything about you. And now we get to turn over the reins to you and you both get to ask us one judgment-free, unfiltered question, whatever you want, and we will answer to the best of our ability. Okay, you're doing a little shimmy over there. I'm, n- I'm a little nervous about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, 
<laughs> like a little no, evil. No, I thing. promise. It's it's. I'm genuine. I'm really. We actually we actually kind of came up with the, the same, same question separately, which oh. I thought was kind of funny. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you ask. You sure? Yeah. You guys are so cute. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I I want to ask them about, and you and you were like, oh my god, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, oh maybe I'm curious because within at least the porn world, there is a big disconnect within the LGBTQ community um, between the lesbian world, the gay world, and the bisexual world. And I'm curious, within your respective um, experiences, how does your community respond to bisexuality? Because we get a lot of bi erasure and a lot of vitriolic criticism, uh, especially men. Yeah. That, you know, it's just a yeah. stop on the way to gay town mm -hmm. and, you know, you're, you know, you have passing for straight privilege. Like, yes, we we're aware of that. We are very aware of that. But it's it especially with like the new wave of bi porn that's been happening, which I'm all for. And I've done a few scenes um, where it's not just like cuckolding, degrading, like, yeah, you know, right. watch, you know, it's it's everybody. It's a male, male, female threesome and everybody's exactly. enjoying everyone. Mm -hmm. And the gay fans, a lot of the very vocal ones, are not happy about it. Um, and there's still a lot of stigma within the straight community as well, the straight side of porn with crossover performers, you know, guys who do both gay and straight. So we were curious what your experiences have been with bisexuality, bi erasure, if you've yeah. seen it at all. So what you're saying that there's like a, a rise in, in people watching these things, but there's also people saying that they shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so funny. I just feel like there's always, when it comes to porn, there's always like, you know, what people say, like, oh, this is wrong, but, 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 but then there's always the views. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're, like just... they're just going, like, the, the it's, like, the people want it, but they're not being true to themselves, which is so, so bad. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's kind of become a fetish. They fetishize yeah. it. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, it's it, that's not good, but the fact that there is more bisexual porn out there now is a good thing. Right. But It's like the same thing with trans porn. It's exactly. like they fetishized trans women. And so some people argue, well, it's, you know, at least it's out there and it's like cha maybe changing minds and it's like, yeah, well, like, it's, you know, it's... it's there's good right. and bad. Exactly. Right. So you don't want it to be put in the category of fetish or something that's taboo because you're you're people and you want to be sexy because you're sexy not because you're you know fetishized or anything like that yeah we've had a, a handful of bi guests and a lot of people said that you know for instance even at like a pride parade they feel like unsure if they can if they're in a straight presenting relationship they're unsure if they should be holding hands and it's yeah it sucks to hear yeah no it's a shame because i think I, like I didn't realize it was a thing within the adult entertainment industry too, but you're absolutely right. Like in the queer community, like there is bi erasure and there is like bi, what's the word I'm looking for? There, there are bi stigmas. Like people don't either, like you said, either don't take bisexuality, especially in men seriously, because they're like, you're just gay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or in women, they often see it as, oh, you're looking for attention or something like that. Um, and it's a shame. Like, it's a shame that, like, people who are, oh, I'm 100% gay or, oh, I'm 100% lesbian, like, can't look at someone who is bisexual and kind of empathize with someone like that, you know? Yeah. It's from within your own community. You're like, how do yeah. you not understand the irony in yeah. trying to tell someone what? else how to be sexual? 
you expect it from straight people. Exactly. You know, yeah. a little bit. But uh, the the funny thing, and I think we've talked about this before, is that like on either sides, the assumption is the person is going to eventually end up with a man. You know, it's always the female attraction that is like kind of they they act like that's the phase for some reason. I don't and I don't know why it's that. Every I don't know why that is. Why that's the default? Yeah, yeah it, I think it probably stems from just kind of the patriarchal way we've been raised, yeah. and you know, it's just so deeply ingrained in people <laughs> and. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I, it's frustrating because I'm like I, my my soulmate just happens to have a penis. It, it might not have yeah. worked out that way. Like just mm-hmm. because I'm married to right. a man doesn't mean I'm suddenly not attracted to women. You know, it's right. it's yeah, right. it's frustrating. It was actually it was unique. I, I, I can't. She came out to my parents recently and they oh, wow. took it very well. Which yeah, is that's great. great. But one of the questions my mom had, which I thought it was funny. She says, well, if you're bisexual, why did you marry Sonia? I'm like, because I love her. Straight people have the hardest time. Like, wait, you're not just like attracted to everyone? <laughs> like, no, if yeah. you're a man, are you literally trying to jump the bones of every woman on the street you meet? Like, no, that's not how it works. You know, like when they hear that you're gay or bisexual, like, oh, well, do you want to fuck me? It's like. No. Just yeah. No. Like, calm yeah. down, mean, sweetie. Exactly. Yeah. You're not constantly sexually attracted all the fucking time to everybody. You know. Yeah. You can be bisexual and monogamous. Right. For some reason, they they can't they can't understand that bisexuality doesn't also equal polyamory, which that can be the thing too. But it's not like all bisexuals are polyamorous. In fact, I'm I'm sure a majority of bisexuals are monogamous just because a majority of people are monogamous it's it's a bizarre thing i you know i think that what you're feeling is totally valid because i totally think it exists i think bi erasure exists and we've like zach was saying we've had tons of bisexual friends on the show before who have said like i'm in a hetero presenting relationship right now can i go to pride and i'm like that makes me so sad that you have to ask me me that it's a shame. It is a shame. Yeah, it it hurts more when it comes from your own community. You yeah, know? it's like yeah. you're getting friendly right. fire. And yeah, and like no, we're we're yeah. all in this together. Like we, I feel like most bi people are very aware of the fact that they have passing for straight privilege, just like I'm very aware that I have white privilege, mm-hmm. and it's it doesn't mean like it's not a contest as to whose life is shittier exactly you know I, right. why why does that have to be team. the like you know that that doesn't need to be the thing that defines it you know it's yeah right well and also if there were if there was a straight couple like both people in the couple were straight cis people that were attending pride i think that's great if they're there to be the, allies yeah. absolutely like, Allies yeah. are incredibly important. Uh, regardless. It's it's so weird, like, the idea... I think people have this idea that you can be more or less queer for whatever reason. Like, the, just because your partner is, like, it, it is the same sex as you does not make you more or less bi than somebody whose partner isn't. Just the same way that, like, you're, you're not more or less gay because you top or bottom or something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yes. Yeah. yes. Like, it's all gay. <laughs> <laughs> They'll say like, you know, oh, you say you're bisexual, but I see you, you know, I see a lot of more vaginas than I do penises that you're working with. And I constantly say like, all right, you know, 
Well, I'm just married to a vagina who's like, a performer. Like, that's where <laughs> I can make my content. <laughs> I'm married to a vagina with a very nice woman wrapped around her. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, it's the, same, it's the same argument. Like, yeah, I eat a lot of vegetables, but I still have a steak. Doesn't make me a vegetarian, sure. you know? Like, yeah. I, right. you know, it's, you can't gauge that. Who yeah. the fuck are you if you want to? Right. And why are they also, thank you for keeping track and being so interested in my work, but. <laughs> like, did you go make like a little. Are you sure you know, that, you know, there was no other penis in the scene? Because you should have. <laughs> yep. Yep. There was actually one hidden behind the lamp. You missed it. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's an Easter egg. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? You might have missed it. <laughs> That's an Easter egg. But yeah, I think, yeah, back to your question. I mean, it definitely does exist. I personally, we both have a lot of friends who identify in all sorts of different ways. And they're all very cool but i know that the stigma does exist and it really it, like Kaylee said it, it really breaks my heart yeah, yeah. i was just curious as yeah. to your experience because i feel like i'm sure within the industry we're in this little bubble where mm-hmm. obviously i'm going to see more of the negativity because i'm the girl mm-hmm. who gets to fuck the gay fans favorite stars <laughs> and they're all mm-hmm. oh my god you touched a vagina i can't masturbate oh to your porn god. anymore that's so dumb it is intense and it i'm like I think you have issues to work out if you can't yeah. get hard to a performer because you know he once touched a vagina. It's, it's like, that that like that kind of person that takes the gold star gay thing too seriously. Well, it sounds like misogyny. Yeah. Uh. Look, like we said, you know, by by stigma exists in the gay community as does misogyny in the gay community. So, like, I think that's partly what you're experiencing there. It's a shame, but I'm sorry you have to deal with that. But if you're if you're getting lousy tweets like that, that means you're, you know, you're doing something right. You know, yeah. you're, so, yeah. you're in the public eye a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm like, you the took the time office. to type this out, sweetie. Yeah. What does that say about your life? <laughs> you know what? That's true. Yeah, you, you got a reaction from them. And if you get a reaction, that's art. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone will tell you like, that. No publicity is bad publicity. Yes. It's, yeah. yeah. They yeah. took the time out of their day to criticize you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. If you, if you could do if you can do something that encourages a man to take his hand off his dick and type something, <laughs> you're doing something right. You're doing something right. Yes. 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 Totally. I dig that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. I hope I hope that answered your question and <laughs> um, thank you both so much for coming on. Oh my God, thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. Please. We thank had a you. blast. Absolutely. We'll do it again. Um where can people follow you? Uh, pretty much everything stems from my Twitter. Like all my other various links will be retweeted there at some point. So my Twitter is at Sonia Harcourt. It's Sonia with an I X X because my name was too long for the last X and the triple X. Thank you, Twitter. <laughs> so Sonia with an I Harcourt X X. Got it. And Eric. Same thing for me. And it's Eric with a K Todd T O D D triple X. And I also have an Instagram right. as well. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can put those those uh, links in the description as well. So if anybody's looking for that. Excellent. Uh, and then we can be found, uh, the two of us, on Twitter at NotTogetherCast, on Instagram at NotTogetherPodcast. We're on Facebook. We're not together with Zach and Haley. Pretty easy to find. You can also email us at NotTogetherPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please send us your questions. We're doing listener questions every so often, more often than we used to. So we need your help. Um, also, if you just want to chat and talk, let 
let us know. Uh, like we said before, if you want something that's you know not to be talked about on air, just put in the secret word. We're saying the safe word is artichoke. <laughs> artichoke. Uh, and then we'll know. <laughs> so once again, thank you all for listening. I'm Haley. I'm Zach. And, and we're not we're together. Not together. <laughs> Bye. We're Not Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson.